this is Justine, a quiet soul with a lot of convictions. I am an apostolic young lady with friends who are not of the same faith. So come on this journey to find out how we are able to coexist in this chaotic world. Jesus, you're my number one. So I will make room for you. I will prepare for two. So you don't feel that you can live here, please live in me. So, this song came about this past weekend. Um, we had our youth conference at church. It was Friday to Sunday, but Sunday night really stuck out to me. And one of my friends, Shayna, she did this live analogy of her closet, right? So she's talking about her buying new things, but there's no space in her closet to put anything. So when she was going through the closet, she took out like one item of a closet, just say it was a shirt. And on the shirt, when she turned around, it said lion, right? So she used that analogy to say there's things within ourselves that we're holding on to, are not working on, and we use prior or God is going to forgive us so I can just keep doing what I'm doing, right? So she put a jacket over it, it says prior. The shirt said lion, the jacket said prior. So it started to make me think and making room for God in our life, right? So letting go of things, things that are distracting us. And I think the big word for that is conviction. Hence, the title of our podcast, The Convictions, right? So let's go to good old Google, right? Definition of conviction. A firmly held belief or opinion or being pricked in our heart, right? But let's go to the Bible's definition. John 8, 9 says, And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Right? So we have the Bible definition and Google definition. So, Dimitri, have you ever stopped and thought about the word conviction? Or, by me bringing it up, what comes to mind? I definitely thought about the Google definition. Okay. Did not look at the Bible <laughs> definition at all. And I've heard that verse before when I was like, mm, back then, back yeah, then. Yeah, nay, a little high. You know, back in the day. <laughs> I even remembered it as you said it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know this one. I don't, like, memorize it, but yeah. I know it. But when you brought the name up, I definitely just looked up the Google definition. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I thought it worked. So... I didn't even continue to dive. I was like, nah, definition's there. It's good. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. So, again, you know, we were talking about God, but are there things that you feel as though you once did and don't do anymore because you feel as though it's not good for you? You're making room for 
growth. We're not just saying making room for God, but making room for growth. Is there anything that you think of? That I did that I don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, I don't know if I can say I don't do it anymore, but I just don't do it as often. Okay. Try to be like mindful of it. So before when something used to bother me mm -hmm. or if I was upset even, I would just stop talking. Okay. Like just, just nothing. I'm mm -hmm. not saying another word. So people come up to me like, yo, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I probably shrug you or something. Mm -hmm. Or just like, yo, leave me alone. Like not communicating at all. Mm. Not saying anything, just holding it to myself and looking like the world's on my shoulders yeah. and not saying anything. So I try not to do that anymore. I try to communicate the things that may be bothering me. Little off topic. Remember when I did that to you <laughs> in our old job? And you see why it bothers me? Because yes. it's something I'm trying to improve on. Then it's I'm facing it now. Uh -huh. And I'm like, so you're not going to say nothing? Nope. <laughs> you just gonna sit there and be quiet on me? Ooh, I've never seen you mad at me until that second time I did it to you. Ooh, you gave me. <laughs> I mean, and then I had to realize too, a reflective moment. I'm on how other people felt because I used to do uh -huh. that nonstop, like all the time. So, so it done to me. I was just like, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm improving on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it. I don't think I've done it in such a long time. Okay. I do micro though, like micro. take a longer time to respond, mm -hmm. but I make sure I do respond. Yeah. I've seen you get better with that because I feel as though when we had our friends party, what was it like two years ago? It's the last time I saw you do it and only took within 10 minutes of the graduation party for you to like cool down and then start it open and back up again. Yeah. So I you did get better. I saw that. I'm trying. <laughs> okay, so there was one little word that I heard you say at the beginning of my question being answered, right? Mm -hmm. You said the word mindful. Yeah. You remember that little word, mindful? Of course. Okay, so we're talking about making room, but in order to know that something is going wrong already, right? We have to be mindful of it, right? That's facts. So in order to be mindful, we have to, you know, sit, reflect, and say to ourselves, this within me is not something that I want to be or I want to keep doing in order for me to have that growth, whether that's um, in your workplace, um, with your friends, like we were just talking about, mm -hmm. or in our spiritual walk with God, right? Mm -hmm. I think another word in that is after we're being mindful and we start working towards it, it's about having pride and standing on top of like what we do. So, you know, we have our little gang, gang, gang times for it, right? We shout out to all <laughs> shout out to what Yardy and Luna. What Ivana. you call Luna? I'm about to say Ivana. Ivana. There's no okay. Luna. My, You're so annoyed. My definitions of things. I'm going to stand in my conviction of that. You're annoyed. <laughs> and, you know, that's it. Okay. So we're all different. And somehow our relationship still works. We're all prideful and opinionated, right? 
like you being the oldest and the only guy in the group like you bring something new to the group where like it's the older brother like you listen to us but like nah i'm gonna make fun of you or like especially i'm not even gonna go there never mind never mind <laughs> Can't th- keep us on a cliff like that. Like, <laughs> never mind. Not gonna push you off the cliff. Bring you back. And then with Chantel, I feel like she's the most opinionated in the group, right? Mm-hmm. But we love her so dearly, right? Of course. Like she has her own thing, and when she's passionate, she's very prideful about what she believes in. Big facts. Big facts. Uh-huh. And then we have Miss Ivana, mm-hmm. who's a vegan. Loves the animals. Miss Softy, sensitive and emotional like me, but she wears it more on her shoulders, right? Yeah. And then you have me, who's quote unquote the churchgoer. Quote unquote. <laughs> no, There's no, not no quotes on that. <laughs> I mean, people be trying trying me, right? They be trying me. But in the group within it, you know. Like, you guys know I don't drink, mm-hmm. I don't smoke, she I don't, don't go to parties, you know? Yeah. I'm the goody girl in the group. The one that, you know, stay focused on God, basically. Chantel does stay focused on God, and that's something that I feel like we have a connection with. Mm-hmm. But with me, I'm more of the churchgoer, like, this is my convictions. You guys can do this, but I'm not going to do it, right? right. So I take pride, like I wear it on my shoulders. So there's this verse, Philippians 1.26. You might remember it. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what he is doing through me. So I feel as though when I'm in the group and just to like be very open, I feel as though when I come in, I have to have that pride and show like, a godlike kind of, you know, persona to you guys to say, you know, although we go through things, especially through this pandemic, mm-hmm. you can still reach out to God, right? We had this conversation the other day. It just takes, you know, one sentence a day to talk to God and build that relationship. No matter what you're going through, it's going to work out because right. what we have God, right? So the big question I feel is important to ask is, what do you think is your purpose? So what do you take pride in to be a reflection when you walk outside every day to go to work? What do you think is your purpose? What do you think you bring when people see you? What do they feel? You know, you understand my question? Of course. It's a heavy question. That's it a, is. That's a big time question. Okay. That's like life purpose questions. Mm-hmm. And this is why I wanted an agenda so I knew what was coming. Because <laughs> now I got to think on the spot to answer you. Yes, and I think that's the most authentic because when you think on the spot, you don't have time to write down what True. you think should be your purpose. But what is your purpose? So what first come to mind. I've actually had this conversation with my therapist. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my therapist. And that's, Shout out to black people, black men going to therapy. I yeah. Mean, so I'm out here. Um, so I've had that conversation with her probably like twice so far. Mm-hmm. I've been working with her for a few months on and off. Maybe more than that, but I can't tell you. Anyway. So it's hard for me to like define it because mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. Oh, no. Okay. So I was always like, maybe it's what I'm doing, which is right now, like program director of a substance abuse program, scatter mm-hmm. program. 
right? It's not my purpose to then serve, make sure these people are housed, doing their thing mm-hmm. on track, provide them services or uh, referrals when needed, making sure they, if they do slip, to help them back up kind mm-hmm. of thing. So at a point, that would be me answering the question to have an answer. But do I know that that's my purpose, like, for real, in my heart of hearts? Is that really what's making me smile at night, knowing I'm helping somebody? I don't know. So when we have, like, birthday get-togethers or things that are aimed specifically for you, what do you feel like friends usually say about you, like the good things, the things that people should say to you before your funeral type of thing? Oh, uh Luckily, I have good friends who have told me this before (laughs) the funeral comes. But uh, I think most would say that I'm very supportive. Mm -hmm. I'm there when I can. And majority of the time, I can be there just because Mm -hmm. I feel like with your friends, you have to make that effort. So I do my best to do that, Mm -hmm. especially for important events or important things to them. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm very supportive. Um, I'm there when I can. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't know what else they're going to say. So I think with that is when we don't have people to talk to in our lives, Mm -hmm. that big support means a lot to people, right? So that's a start of your purpose. You are someone that someone can lean on. You're supportive. You're always helping. If we're calling, you're going to be there type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the help of a purpose. I feel like that start in being convicted of things to help you grow and taking pride in it grows your purpose. So I feel like that's why I hold so wholeheartedly on being convicted of things because that helps with our purpose. Right. Right. Okay. So I wanted to read this verse, right? John three nineteen to 21. I'm only going to do 19 and 21. It says, and this is a condemnation that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil down to 21 but he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in god right so when you're that support you're that light in that person's life they're going through some darkness Mm -hmm. and you're the light right when you are the light things start to manifest in your life that's the big word, right? We've been talking about manifestations. I was like, I manifested that. Right. Yeah, I got this six-figure job. You know, people always talk about manifestations. So when we are that light, it doesn't matter what level we're on. We're manifesting things in our life just by using our purpose and being that light for someone. How do you feel about that? Do you see your purpose differently? Or it makes you think. What are you thinking about? You know, I'm gonna have to think about this some more because I don't know about being somebody's light. I, being somebody's I can't. Light. I can't say I'm on that caliber of being the light in the darkness type thing. No. Um, mm. But I'm gonna hold your hand while we both in the dark, <laughs> and I'm taller, so you know I go first You're, and I try to guide uh, you through that. No, I so <laughs> I don't know about being no light. Well, you are a little high yellow, so you could be the light. You know what? This colorism <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> Um, Can it be colorism when I'm light skinned too? Yeah. I can't with colorism means anybody with color. You got color? Well, John 8 32 says, and he shall know the truth. You will eventually know your truth, Mm -hmm. and the truth shall make you free. (laughs) 
don't know why you looked at me like that, but when the truth hit me, I'm going to let you know. Oh, that's so funny. So, you asked me a lot of questions. Yeah. So, how come, like, we haven't heard from you? What did you find is your purpose? My purpose? Yes. Okay, so. Yes, Miss Matt. Missy Matt. So, when I first started in college, right, I wanted to be this OBGYN, and it didn't work out for me. So, I went into social work. I think that was God moving me towards my purpose. Mm. Right. So with that, I am not a social work teacher. I'm that light in students' lives in my classroom. Right. Mm. I'm there to listen despite what they're going through at home. With that also, I am working at church in an anger management class for men who are on parole. I'm that light to them. They do anger management class while they're locked up, but they have to also do it when they come out. And them doing it at church is for free, 10 weeks. We're being that light to them. Even if we're not teaching them the Bible and we're just teaching them anger management, the way that they see us and the way we talk to them is a light to them. Some of them, on their own accord, start coming to church, right? Mm -hmm. We're having that connection with them. So my purpose is using mindset skills as a social worker to bring light and people see that difference. People come up to you and ask you, why are you like this, right? And you get to tell them and you start talking about the Bible and talking about God. And then they can find their way to their own purpose, right? So you're being that light to them when the, wor the world feels so bleak to them. So I think ultimately that's my purpose, using my set skills as a social worker to show people the light. And they ask questions and I can be helpful to them. I hear that. That's my big thing. I hear that. Can now, social I'm not no perfect Christian. We strive every day to be perfect. So I don't want everyone to think that, you know, we try to be holy as God was, as Jesus, as we heard him in the Bible, right? Mm. But, you know, on those days where I'm like, I have to be that light and show, you know, his word on the way that I dress, on the way that I look, my words that I speak, the way that I walk, that's my purpose. And I hold wholeheartedly with that conviction to always stand with God. So I'm not cursing, not speaking nicely and then going back and, you know, gossiping with people. I, stay. I don't do that. Right. No lying, no gossiping. That's one thing. I can't preach about God and do things, you know, as they say, the world does, yeah. or people who are not showing their light do. So I think this podcast is going to be very helpful. And that's really why I named it The Convictions, because it's things that we're taking pride in, manifesting, having purpose, and being the light in this world for some who can't see the light. Right, because it's dark outside. Sure is. It's a cold world. It's a cold, cold world. Cold, cold world. All right. So today was a very good conversation intro to this podcast. I hope yeah. you guys are tuning in for the ones that we have. We're going to be talking about different things, especially as millennials. I'm 27. Old man next to me. <laughs> Don't talk about my age, please. Thanks. <laughs> we're millennials, though, right? So we're going to be talking about different topics, marriage, courting, 
another topic. I don't even PCOS, know what courting is. Mental health, you mm-hmm. know, we're going to therapy. So please tune in to hear more. Until next time, Missy Matt out. <laughs>